RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. A UN climate change report warns that global warming is happening faster than feared. The government says it's expanding walk-in vaccination services to include people 60 and over, and the High Court rejects a man's appeal against a conviction for assaulting a police officer by sticking a poster on his back. UN experts have warned that human activity has already changed the climate in many ways, affecting every region of the world. In its bleakest report yet, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change said the impact of global warming could be seen in extreme heat waves, heavy rainfall, droughts and tropical cyclones. One of the IPCC Working Group's co-chairs, Valérie Masson de la Motte, said some changes are irreversible. Many of the changes set in motion by human-caused climate change are slow processes. These affect the planet's frozen regions and the ocean. Changes in ice sheets, deep ocean temperature and acidification will continue for centuries to thousands of years, meaning that they are irreversible in our lifetime. The Secretary-General of the World Meteorological Organization, Petri Talas, said while the projections looked bleak and the long-term impacts were now unavoidable, immediate action would make a difference. According to this report, we are still having a chance to stop the negative climate trend by especially limiting the use of fossil fuels and by stopping deforestation. Some changes will continue for thousands of years, like sea level rise, melting of glaciers and shrinking of Arctic sea ice and snow cover. The report underlines the urgency to enhance the ambition level of climate mitigation. The UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres called the climate report a code red for humanity. The US climate envoy John Kerry said the world must come together before the ability to limit global warming was out of reach. And the US and the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who's hosting the next UN climate summit, said the next decade would be pivotal. Back locally, the government says walk-in vaccination services will be expanded to cover people aged 60 and above from Wednesday. Timmy Sung reports. At present, people who are 70 or older can get a same-day ticket to get a COVID-19 jab without having to make an online reservation in advance. An authority said they have decided to expand the scheme to cover those aged 60 or above since it has been working smoothly. A total of 4,600 same-day tickets are distributed daily from 7.45 a.m. between 24 community vaccine centres on a first-come, first-served basis. Most centres each distribute 200 tickets per day, while the ones at Tongchong Community Hall and the airport will only give out 100 passes a day due to limited capacity. In a statement, Authorities urge the elderly to get vaccinated as they are at a higher risk of suffering from complications and even death. The Hong Kong University of Science and Technology has asked all staff and students to get vaccinated, including those living on campus, in the coming academic year. Those who fail to do so must get tested every two weeks. According to an internal university letter, students and staff have to submit vaccination proof or coronavirus test results online and have to produce a valid entry pass before going on campus. The system will take effect from next Wednesday. The university said staff who fail to submit these documents will be warned and will then lose access to some facilities. The High Court has rejected a man's appeal against his conviction for assaulting a police officer by sticking a photo of Chief Executive Carrie Lam's husband on his back. Jimmy Choi reports. 
Ho Hulong was last month sentenced to three weeks in prison by Kowloon City Court. He had attached a poster to the back of an undercover policeman during a Sing With Me protest in Harbour City in Chim Sa Cho on Christmas Eve in 2019. Mr Ho had already completed his jail sentence. At the High Court, his lawyers argued that he had mistakenly believed that a plainclothes officer was a protester. But Justice Juliana Barnes noted that others present at the scene had questioned the identity of the policeman and his undercover colleagues nearby and had provoked and insulted them. She said she believed that Mr Ho had heard these insults and must have suspected that the black-clad man he was approaching with a poster was a police officer. Barnes said while Mr Ho claimed that he had also stuck poster on the backs of other people wearing black at the mall, this doesn't mean that everyone had agreed to his act. Every time he did that to others without the permission, he committed battery, the judge said, adding that she was not convinced that Mr Ho honestly believed that the officer would consent to having the poster stuck on him. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. The Consumer Council is urging businesses to refund people making purchases through the consumption voucher scheme directly to their e-payment account. The Council has received complaints that some stores opted to issue spending coupons instead, as Damon Pang reports. The Consumer Watchdog has received more than 100 complaints since the consumption voucher scheme began at the start of the month. Most of the complainants were unhappy with the electronic payment platforms, saying they've come across technical and customer service issues, as well as problems with early bird offers. The council's chief executive, Gili Wong, said in one complaint it received last week, a department store refused to offer a direct refund and was only willing to issue its own spending coupons. I want to put forward this case to remind consumers that in case you face a situation that you want to make a refund, your right is to refund to your consumption voucher account instead of trade to other spending voucher or gift voucher from the merchant that you are forced to spend money there instead of the right to have the freedom to spend in uh, um, someplace else. Ms Wong also said the complainant was told only after he made the $500 purchase that he wasn't eligible to enjoy the store's other offers because he was using his consumption voucher. She said the watchdog will follow up on the case and try to mediate. Ms Wong also reminded consumers there's no minimum purchase required for the consumption voucher scheme. Ocean Park says its all-weather waterpark attraction will open to the public on the 21st of next month. Admission fees for adults will be $320 initially and for children, $225. Waterworld's Executive Director Brian Fish said studies have shown aquatic facilities are generally COVID safe. Still, people are being urged to bring along a reusable mask and to wear it. What we're asking our uh, guests to do is come with a reusable mask because we all know that with the disposable masks, as soon as they get wet, they, they, they simply don't work. Where reusable masks, uh, with many of them, if they do get wet or, or saturated with water or sweat, you can wring them out and continue to use them. Across the border, more than 30 mainland officials have been fired or punished over accusations they failed to respond properly to the latest surge of the coronavirus in the country. Priscilla Ng reports. Mainland authorities say dozens of officials, including a vice mayor, heads of city districts and health commissions, and staff in hospital management, airport as well as tourism departments, were among those sacked or punished for failing to curb the COVID-19 outbreak, which has spawned nearly 900 symptomatic infections across the country in less than a month. The eastern city of Yangzhou, for example, issued warnings to five officials for mishandling mass testing that they said allowed the virus to continue spreading. 
The city has now overtaken nearby Nanjing, where the Delta-driven outbreak first started, as the biggest hotspot in China. Across the country, 94 new infections have been reported, prompting renewed travel bans, community lockdowns, and new rounds of mass testing. The National Health Commission has called on provincial and district authorities to ramp up tracking efforts and plug any loopholes in control efforts. A laxity of mind should be firmly overcome, the commission said in a statement. Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba says a manager accused of rape by a female colleague has been fired. Two senior managers have also resigned for failing to deal appropriately with the incident. The BBC's Katie Silver has the story. In a post on the company's internal website, shared on Chinese state media, a female Alibaba employee accused her manager and a client of raping her when she was very drunk and unconscious on a work trip a few months ago. She says her boss used a duplicated hotel key to enter her room four times when she was passed out. When she reported it, rather than firing him, she says Alibaba chose not to, in order to protect. Her reputation. It's led to an outpouring of support from more than 4,000 of her colleagues. In an internal memo seen by the BBC, Alibaba says in response it is forming an anti-sexual harassment policy and that it staunchly opposes the ugly forced drinking culture. More than 80,000 people have been evacuated because of heavy rains and floods in the southwestern province of Sichuan. State broadcaster CCTV said water levels at major rivers in the province are now above warning levels, following heavy downpours over the weekend. It added that more than 440,000 people have been affected by floods. Over 100 houses have also been severely damaged or washed away. Sichuan authorities say the heavy rainfall has already caused at least 250 million yuan in economic losses. Overseas and firefighters in California are battling 11 major wildfires across the state. One in the north, the Dixie Fire, has now grown into the second largest blaze in the state's history, forcing widespread evacuations. It's consumed hundreds of buildings and threatens thousands more. So far, three people have been registered as missing. After surveying the damage, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, said extreme conditions and the role of climate change had to be addressed. We recognize we got to do more in active forest management, vegetation management, pre-positioning assets, and the states doing an historic amount in all of those uh, in all those areas. At the end of the day, though, we also have to acknowledge this: the dries are getting a lot drier, and the heat and hot weather is a lot hotter than it's ever been. The extreme weather conditions, extreme droughts,、uh, are leading to extreme conditions、uh, and wildfire challenges, likes of which we've never seen in our history. Three people have been killed in Lebanon during disputes at petrol stations in the latest violence triggered by severe fuel shortages and rising prices. The BBC's Sebastian Usher has the details. Endless queues for elusive fuel have added to the frustration of the Lebanese navigating their way through an unprecedented economic crisis. That anger has increasingly spilled over into violence. On Sunday evening, two men were killed in an armed confrontation that followed a row at a petrol station. This morning, another man was shot dead in a similar showdown. Such violence in the streets has not been restricted to rows over filling up cars. There have been a number of gunfights in various locations in recent months. Adding new pieces to a jigsaw of growing unrest. The Taliban in Afghanistan say they've taken another city in the north of the country. Ibak in Samangan province is the sixth provincial capital that the insurgents have seized in the past few days. The BBC's Anbarasan Etarajan reports. 
A local politician in Samangon province said Afghan security forces had retreated from Ibak without a fight after community elders pleaded with them to spare the city from more violence. Earlier, Afghan commanders said they had pushed back the insurgents from the outskirts of the city of Mazar-e-Sharif, also in the north. Heavy fighting is raging near Pule Kumri city. The Afghan military says they are hitting hard, particularly in the south, where commanders say the insurgents have suffered heavy casualties in the cities of Lashkargah and Kandahar. The UN says at least 27 children were killed and more than 130 injured in the fighting in the past few days. Sport and football news doesn't come much bigger than Lionel Messi, the most celebrated player in the world, leaving the club that's been his home for nearly two decades. Barcelona's catchphrase is more than a club. Messi, judging by the way the world's media have poured over images of him, of him in tears as he announced his departure, has is more than just a player. Here he is at that news conference. Today, I have to say goodbye. As I said before, it was many years, all my life here. I arrived when I was very young, 13 years old, and after 21 years, I'm leaving with my wife, with three Catalan Argentines, and I cannot be more proud of everything I did and lived in this city. I have no doubt that after a few years away, we will return, because it is our home. The Argentine superstar is saying goodbye to Barcelona because it can't honour the new contract it signed with him. It agreed with him due to La Liga's salary restrictions. The expectation is that he'll move to Paris Saint-Germain and French football journalist Sarah Menaya said the deal is all but completed. Well, it seemed impossible a few days ago. It was just a dream for PSG and now it looks like it's happening. Uh, I understand there is an agreement. Uh, Messi received his contract this morning after a, a very moving press conference in Barcelona, uh, Messi, along with his uh, father and agent, Jorge, uh, will arrive in Paris tonight in order to conclude uh, the transfer. In Major League Baseball, the Philadelphia Phillies have completed a three-game sweep of the New York Mets, extending their lead in the National League East Division. On the day, the Phillies honoured their late pitching great Roy Halladay and retired his jersey. Starter Zach Wheeler played his part, allowing just two hits and struck out 11. The Philadelphia had three home runs in a 3-0 shutout of the Mets. And a reminder of our top stories tonight, the UN, a UN climate change report warns that global warming is happening more quickly than feared. And the government says it's expanding walk-in vaccination services for people who are 60 and over. The weather, it'll be mainly cloudy with occasional showers and thunderstorms. The showers will be heavier in some areas at first tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 27 and 31 degrees. The outlook, there'll still be a few showers on Wednesday, but it'll be brighter and hot in the following couple of days. Currently it's 28 degrees Celsius. Humidity is 84%. The news from RTHK. I just can't help believing when she smiles up soft and gentle with a trace of misty morning and a promise of tomorrow in her eyes. 
Well, I just can't help believing when she slips her hand in my hand and it feels so small and helpless and my fingers fold around it like a glove. I just can't help Presley with a cover of B.J. Thomas's song, Just Can't Help Believing. 
Also featured on the album That's the Way It Is, recorded around August of 1970. Second hour together on this Monday, Peter King with you through to one and Dolly Pond's next. Love is like a butterfly, as soft and gentle as a sigh, a multicolored moon. 